I am Sarah Jane Case, and this is Enneagram and Coffee. Hello friends, happy Monday. I hope your weekend treated you well. Today I am sharing a monthly recap episode with you, so it's a behind-the-scenes look at what's happened this month, how I'm feeling, what I'm hoping things will look like moving forward. But first, today's rosebud and thorn. My rose is I am officially on a cruise. So the day you're listening to this, I'm at sea. The thorn is that I'm planning a solo trip in July and I keep getting flight deals for June and August and they're just skipping July altogether. And it's, I'm, you know, that's rough. (laughs) Real serious problems over here. My bud is getting to experience that feeling of being in the middle of the ocean with no land in sight and just kind of reveling at the beauty that is the world and the miracle that it is that we're even here. Okay, let's dive on in to reflecting on February. So if you're new here, I typically structure my monthly recaps by going through the dimensions of wellness. So the dimensions of wellness are spiritual, social, environmental, and emotional, intellectual, physical, occupational, and we just, we're just running through them. So uh, here, let's start with spiritual. So what went well? Um, I continued my meditation practice and tapping, EFT tapping has been amazing for me, really helping me to regulate my nervous system, helping me to make decisions from a grounded place instead of a reactive place. I've been pulling cards, like oracle cards, every Sunday and reflecting on those, which has been really nice. And just in general, I've been prioritizing my happiness and my pleasure, and it's been really good. I think when you're happy, it's a lot easier to be happy for other people. It's a lot easier to put up with some of the more harder parts of life, Um, just if in general you have your back. Um, So that's something that I feel like I've always been really good at, and I've, I've kind of struggled with lately, and I've just reprioritized it. Now, what didn't work is I haven't been really in kind of a mindful state in general. Like I've been very disembodied. (laughs) I've been so focused on uh, what's coming, things I can look forward to, which I know from Enneagram work and just from being myself for as many years as I've been myself, that that leads to a specific outcome. It means that I'm constantly looking to the future and I'm struggling to find my joy in the present moment. So I want to remain in kind of a prayer. I'm saying prayerful. I don't mean that in the traditional sense that you might think. Um, More so like a state of gratitude, um, a communion with myself, a communion with like the highest version of myself and the, the higher version of the world, like the part of us that all belong to one another. Um, I've been out of that and I would like to get back in <laughs> to that. Um, and then also, yeah, again, focusing on what's to come more than what is here. So also being really grateful for the simple things and the things that are in this moment, not just the big, exciting and going on a cruise kind of vibes. So with that in mind, in March, I want to focus more on enjoying the present moment, the good that is already here, simple joys, celebrating the small moments while also letting myself have the big moments too. So the next area is social. What I've been working with, like what's going well is 
Um, we had friends over for dinner and that was really nice. I had lunch with my cousin who I adore. That was really good. Um, things that are not working. I didn't reach out to anyone else this month. It's kind of hard for me to remember to do that. Um, but it is really so important to me to make time for this. So like the way I ex described it to my therapist is it's like extrovert medicine that I forget I need. Um, I know that it makes me happier, but I don't see it as a major thing that's missing in my life until I'm like, why do I have not a lot of energy? Or, you know, I forget how good it can feel for me to socialize. So I just need to make it a priority. So coming up in March, I'm going on a cruise with my mom, my brother, my sister-in-law. Um, so the day that you're listening to this is embarkation Imparca Im day? Im is that the word? We're going on the boat today. <laughs> so that's going to be a lot of socializing for me, both with my family and with strangers. And then I'm staying in Florida for a few extra days after the trip to be with my family. Um, so that's probably plenty of socializing for me in the month of March, to be honest. Like, that's probably enough. Um, what's coming up? So then we move into environmental. So things that are working for me in the environmentally, um, the weather is warming up and that is thawing out the cold sadness of my heart. Um, I'm kind of joking, but like not really. I really do get seasonal depression. I, I really struggle with the cold months. And part of going to Florida, being with my family is to move away, you know, have some space, some time where I'm happy in the winter. Um, the other environment, I love my co-working space. I work out of a co-working space in Asheville and um, it's just such a sweet, beautiful environment. It's very calm. I feel very like relaxed and productive when I'm here and traveling more. I'm seeing new things. It just breathes new life into my bones. Um, I've really committed to prioritizing that again this year. And even if I'm not doing a big trip, kind of going on small little road trips, just to keep the, I really need a lot of change. We've lived in the same apartment longer than I've probably ever lived anywhere other than as a child. And we're coming up on that as well. I think the longest I lived in a house as a kid is five years. So we might surpass that um, coming up. But yeah, I think, yeah, I just, I need a lot of change. I thrive with change. And since our life is pretty settled, I am creating a little bit of change through travel. So things that are not working, I'm kind of growing resentful, resentful of just being a grown up, like doing the dishes every day. Like we have to do dishes every day. I mean, we don't have to, but if we don't, we're like the only ones who suffer. And I'm bothered by it, honestly. It's just, I'm struggling with that. <laughs> it does not work for me. Um, what else is not working is I'm craving time outside. I'm really ready for spring weather. Um, I'm just, yeah, I'm struggling with like being indoors all the time. I need that vitamin D. Um, but I am remembering now that the time that you're listening to this, I am on a cruise. So... I'm probably all right in that department by this point, um, especially being a ginger, like the amount of sun I need is not very much. Now, um, here's the other thing though, with that, I want to get, I wanna like create a little space outside where I enjoy being for the spring and the summer um, and even the fall, like 
our we have this little porch on the side of our apartment and I want to make it feel cozy and inviting but patio furniture is a is a mystery to me here's the thing I don't know how people keep their patio furniture nice like what's the difference between me going to someone's house and their patio furniture being like really nice and pristine condition or like going to a hotel and like their patio furniture being really nice and like the times that I've sat on patio furniture and it's like really kind of moldy and soggy and weird if you know the secret to keeping patio furniture from being a weird please tell me I would love to know because I did kind of purchase an egg chair from Target that I've wanted for this is the third year that I wanted <laughs> I've looked at it and it went on sale so I grabbed it up and I'm really nervous that it's just going to get like spidery and polleny and moldy and soggy and then I'm not going to want to sit in it. That's like what has prevented me from buying it in the past. So tell me your secrets. I need to know. Um, other things in March. Yeah, I'm getting the porch ready for spring. I really want it to be a place that I can go be outside, work from the porch, read from the porch, journal from the porch, do everything from the porch. <laughs> just want to be in the sun. Element Tea is a tasty electrolyte drink mixed with everything you need and nothing that you don't. That means lots of salt, no sugar. It contains a science-backed electrolyte ratio, so 1,000 milligrams of sodium, 200 milligrams of potassium, and 60 milligrams magnesium with none of the junk. No sugar, no coloring, no artificial ingredients, no gluten, no fillers, no BS. Element Tea is formulated to help anyone with their electrolyte needs and is perfectly suited to folks following a keto, low-carb, or paleo diet. Electrolyte deficiencies or imbalances can cause headaches, cramps, fatigue, and weakness. When you sweat, the primary electrolyte lost is sodium, and you can lose up to 7 grams per day. So when sodium isn't replaced, it's common to experience muscle cramps and fatigue. Here's the thing, I love an electrolyte drink. I've loved them for years and I've thought this feels too good to be true. And then I looked at the ingredients list and most of them are. But Element Tea is not that situation. You have Element Tea, it's simple, it's straightforward, they're not pumping a ton of sugar in with the drinks and they still taste good. I'm about to go on a cruise, as you know, and on this cruise, like one of the very first things that I put into my suitcase was Element Tea because I know I'm gonna be in the sun, I'm gonna be sweating a bunch, I'm going to be drinking a bunch, and I wanna rehydrate in the most effective way, and I know that Element Tea has my back. Element Tea is used by everyone from NBA, NFL, and NHL players, Olympic athletes, Navy SEALs, to everyday moms and exercise enthusiasts. Element Tea is so sure that you will love their product and come back for more that they are offering you a free Element Tea sample pack. That's eight single serving packets for free. Just cover the cost of shipping, $5 for US customers. It's a no brainer. Go get yours at drinkelementtea.com slash egram. This still is not available on their regular website. So you have to go to D-R-I-N-K-L-M-N-T dot com slash egram element t offers a no questions asked refund so it, you can try it totally risk-free if you don't like it share it with a salty friend and we'll give you your money back no questions asked so really you have nothing to lose thank you element t for supporting the podcast and taking care of me on this cruise 
Next is emotional. So things that are working for me emotionally. Again, I've been really prioritizing my happiness um, and it's been a game changer. I realized that I was looking to my partner to make me feel better a lot this winter. It's not his job. I'm fully capable of doing that for myself. And the moment I prioritized it, it worked. Like it really worked. And we've talked about this before, so I'm going to keep it kind of quick, but that really helps. If I, if I start to notice, like, I wish he would make me feel some kind of way, well, then I can ask myself, what can I do to make myself feel that way? I've given that advice a million times. I've taken that advice a million times, but we're back in it. We're learning it again. No shame in that. Things that are not working, honestly, special occasions, there's just too much pressure around them. Like, we have all of ours back to back. It goes Obi's birthday, Christmas, the kiddo's birthday, New Year's is my favorite holiday, my birthday, and then Valentine's is my second favorite holiday. So we have like all of these like special occasions all back to back to back to back. And there's just like all of this pressure on them to like make you feel alive in the winter and they're gonna let you down. Like that's just the deal. At least for me, they're gonna let me down. And so I want to put a lot less pressure around them and communicate ahead of time you know what do we need what do we expect what is what you know what's our budget you know what are we going to travel instead of get gifts or we, do you want a present do you have a present in mind like just communicating and in general just more spontaneity please and thank you <laughs> intellectually um things that are working. I'm getting a good amount of reading in still. I've started reading Come As You Are in the morning, just like a small bit of it each day, but also reading books for fun throughout the day and into the evening. I've been really resistant to nonfiction books for a while, I think because I'm just kind of tired of improving myself. Um, but I do want that information. I just want to balance it with something like fun and pleasurable and enjoyable. There's a pattern here. I think we're hearing it. Um, but that's where I'm at. Things that are not working, I'm not reading nonfiction and having a long list of the ones that I want to read. I have Atlas of the Heart by Brene Brown up there. Come As You Are is, is one that I've been wanting to read. Um, I have a long list of nonfiction books that I want to read that are just waiting for me and I need to just prioritize it because I do enjoy them when I do read them. Next is balancing the energy between nonfiction in the morning at a much slower pace. So kind of to solve that nonfiction problem, I'm gonna read like 10 pages a morning, almost like um, a devotional, but just with every other, any kind of book, um, and prioritize like that intellectual stimulation. And then the rest of the day, all of my reading can be for play. Physical, so things that are working, yoga is going great. I just do yoga every morning. I started doing about an hour long yoga practice on Saturdays and Sundays. I don't get to fit in that long of a practice in the mornings on the weekdays, but on the weekends I have plenty of time and it's been so nice. Um, birth control again has been amazing for me. I have like had I used to have these horrible menstrual cycles, y'all, like every month, and it would take me out of work for days, and that doesn't happen anymore. It changed my life. Vitamins have been amazing. I've been taking Ritual and Seed consistently, which I am so proud of, so excited about it. I think it's because they're so beautiful and the rituals are kind of minty, um, and the packaging is so nice that it really incentivizes me to want to do it. 
things that are not working is I just want more movement in my day. I am so scared of my lungs getting activated. If you don't know, like I've I've told the story a lot, but basically I got sick in 2019 and my lungs have not yet recovered. Um, so if I do physical activity or I do things um, that kind of, you know, go upstairs or go for a walk, like my lungs start to burn and hurt and I start to cough. This is really inconvenient when you talk for a living. So um, if I, you know, there's stairs that come up to the co-working space, but I don't use them because I can't risk having a coughing fit all day and not being able to do my job. So that being said, I still, it's so important to get a regular amount of activity into your life. It's super important to me personally, just something that I've always done. I've always been amazing at. It always makes me feel so good. And I'm coming up on year, I mean, like we're at two and a half years of me not being able to do that in the way that I am used to. And it really weighs on me both mentally and physically. And um, yeah, I mean, I have a lot of anxiety around it. So I would like to up that game. <laughs> the other thing um, that's not working is I did finally make a doctor's appointment because I was a little bit burnt out on doctors after a year of being poked and prodded and scanned and getting no help <laughs> that I kind of gave up. But I promised myself this year that I would get back into it. But they didn't have any openings until April. And so we kind of just have to wait, which is very annoying. But things that are coming next. So March plans. What do we do with this information? Um, I've personally set a goal for 30 minutes of movement each day, but in any form that I desire to take it. So maybe that's 20 minutes of yoga and a 10 minute walk. If it's 20 minutes of Tai Chi and 10 minutes lifting weights, that's also great. I just want to settle the anxiety that I have around only doing yoga and Tai Chi because um, that's kind of where I've been. They're very easy on my lungs. Um, but I also want to push myself to do more than that. I want to build muscle. I want to have build endurance. And so, um, yeah, I'm just going to add in little spurts of that here and there. Occupationally, things that have worked. Um, I'm honestly in a really happy place with my career right now, y'all. Like, I'm in such a good place. I have a lot of support at the moment. I have an agent. I have someone helping me with PR. I have a podcast editor, my podcast network, and someone helping me with a rebrand right now. So I feel very supported and I'm over the moon excited about all of it. Uh, I feel like it's a bit too good to be true and that makes me nervous. But um, otherwise, like, yeah, I'm in a good spot. I'm getting to create content for a living, write books for a living talk to you about mental health and growth, personal growth and self-care for a living, I'm in a really good spot. Things that didn't work this month, um, basically I'm just in need of inspiration. I've been in my house for three months and I'm tired and like not really remembering what it feels like to be a human out in the world. And I know that inspiration will come to me through traveling and experiencing life in new ways and honestly getting into some situations where I, there are challenges and hiccups and I have to kind of wrestle with myself. I'm looking forward to that in a weird kind of way. 
things that are coming up. Um, merch is coming soon. I am so excited about this new line. I ordered my samples and as long as the quality is what I'm hoping for, we're going to launch it mid-March. I love creating merch that has like a deeper meaning or a purpose behind it. It's not just like my logo. Um, I don't even think my logo is anywhere on it. It's just for you to feel like you can connect to yourself and to your work and to your breath. And next is I'm in talks about hiring someone to do graphics for me so that I can really focus on the book and the podcast because that's kind of the last thing that is on my list that I do that's not really like high level moving the business forward kind of stuff. All right, so here is all of that. Now, what did I learn in February? Like what was my overarching big takeaway? I learned a lot this month about not forcing, that I don't have to make things happen in order for me to be okay, that I can let things come to me and trust the process. I resisted the urge to create more and more stuff like I would normally do um, to solve problems, but instead I said, well, what if instead of creating more, we paused and we do less, and y'all, it worked out. I learned to trust that I'm doing enough and that there's nothing wrong with prioritizing my own joy, which honestly, if you had told this Enneagram 7 four years ago that I'd be learning that lesson, I probably would have laughed at you, but life impacts us in a myriad of ways and things we think we figured out, they come back around and we relearn things over and over and over again, I think. Well, that is it for me today, y'all. That is my update for you, my reflection on the month of February. As a reminder, if you enjoy this behind the scenes type of content, I do have a YouTube channel where I post a vlog every single week. So if you're curious about this cruise, a vlog for that will be going up on Wednesday and the channel is linked in the show notes. As always, it's an absolute joy to create this content for you and I will see you tomorrow for the next episode.